0: Welcome to Will Talks. In this podcast, we focus on all things that pertain to the Christian life and living. I am your host, Will Ferguson, pastor of Temple Baptist Church in Canton. I am glad you can join us. Considering the evidence for eternal security, the reason why we believe in eternal security is from our understanding of what the Bible says about salvation. When someone understands truly what salvation is, it lends itself to prove that eternal security is true. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to consider several elements that are in salvation that point to the reality of eternal security. But before I do that, I want to read out of Galatians chapter 1, verse 6. through ten, The Apostle Paul is talking to the Galatians. He's sharing with them about how they were drifting from the gospel, the grace of the gospel of Christ, and they were going to another gospel. He says, I'm astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and would want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we are an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preached to you, let him be a curse. As we've said before, say now again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be the servant of Christ. Now, Paul says several things in this. Number one, he says, there is no other gospel. There's only one. There's not all these other different kinds of gospels. And Paul's emphasizing in this in this letter to Galatians, it's not necessarily the message of Christ being crucified and his burial and his resurrection, which is the event of the gospel. He's really talking about how a person receives the gospel, which is simply through faith. He's really expounding that throughout the book of Galatians, trying to assert that because these people are drifting from that gospel. He says there's no other gospel. The people are preaching another gospel, which isn't the true gospel. And he Pronounces a curse on him, anathema. It's a severe curse. Let them be accursed. If anyone's preaching a different gospel. And I believe if our gospel that we were preaching doesn't lead us to an understanding that our salvation is secure, the gospel is being perverted, where we don't depend on Christ, but we're depending on ourselves. We are perverting the gospel. And Paul says, Do I please men rather than God? Do I seek to please men or do I please God? And he brings that up because. The gospel message is not popular. It's not something that gratifies the flesh. It's something that diminishes man's pride. See, people want to do something in order to be saved. They want to work or do something in it. But the gospel message is so against the flow of the natural man that Paul has to assert and say, I'm not trying to please men. I'm trying to please God. And this is from God. And so he asserts, he says, if I was to serve God, I have to preach this gospel. So this gospel offends those who, I would think, offends those who would think that we can lose our salvation. But there are some doctrines of salvation we're going to cover in in this series of podcasts I'm going to do here. Today we're going to look at regeneration. The next time we'll look at justification by faith. And then we'll have another time we'll talk about atonement. And then we'll talk about sealed by the Holy Spirit. And then sanctification, the new covenant, and then glorification. These doctrines of salvation show support for eternal security. And I want you to see that in this. So let's look at regeneration. Regeneration is the teaching that we are born again. And the other, when we ever heard about born again, that's regeneration. where we were once dead, spiritually dead, and then hearing the gospel but believing the gospel, we are made alive. We've been raised from the dead. We've pa- We passed from death. Into to life now. And so that's what regeneration. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 1 and verses 4 through 5 says, and you were dead in your trespasses and sins. But God, when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ. So there it says it. We were dead, spiritually dead, and yet God made us alive together. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. Now what 2nd Corinthians 5.17 says about our salvation or regeneration is that we have changed. We have fundamentally changed. When we were born again, we were changed from an old creation to new creation. We You cannot undo this new creation, this regeneration. Now, let me read from John 3 what Jesus says. He says in John chapter 3 verse 3, this is where we really hear the word born again. He says, I tell you the truth, no one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. Jesus answered, I tell you the truth, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and of the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, which is natural childbirth, by the way, and Spirit gives birth to Spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows where it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. So it is with everyone born of the spirit. To be born of the flesh means we're born spiritually dead. Everybody who's born in this world is born with a dead spirit. And so we have to be born again. That means we're born of the spirit. So if you when you believe on the gospel, you've been born again. You've been born of the spirit. And to lose your salvation would mean you would have to unborn yourself. You would have to unregenerate yourself to where you're now are dead. In 1 Peter 1, 21 and 23, through him you believed in God, who raised him from the dead and glorified him. And so your faith and hope are in God. You've been born again, not a perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living word of God. If you notice what P- Peter says here, he says, we've been born again, not of something that's perishable, not something that can corrupt, not something that can rot or die. He says, but as something that's imperishable, incorruptible through the word of God. Our being born again is not something we can destroy. It's not something we can rot. It's not something we can undo ourselves. It's something that is done. Once you're born again, you cannot undo it. Once you're saved, you are are saved truly when you are saved. Consider for a moment Adam and Eve. In the Garden of Eden, before they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, both of them were in a state of what we call innocence. When they ate and disobeyed God's law of the forbidden fruit, in that moment, Adam and Eve were both changed. They were changed from a state of innocence to a state of guilt. They died spiritually that day. That's why they were able to notice their bodies, their physical nakedness, because their spirits were gone. They were no longer clothed they were spiritually dead. Now, Adam and Eve could not change. They could not undo their condition. They could not all of a sudden the next day say, well, I choose not to be spiritually dead. They couldn't do that. They had no power to do that. Just as Adam and Eve had no power to undo their spiritual death, we don't have the power to undo the spiritual birth that God has placed upon us once we're born again. This is why the born again doctrine, this is why it is important. It is points to the fact that we are eternally secure. Once we're saved, we're always Saved. not because of our commitment not because we're, it's because we have been changed something fundamentally changed in us that's what salvation is and we cannot unchange ourselves back to the way it was once we've been changed we're changed so you are eternally secure if you've placed your faith in christ you've been born again and you have eternal security and one of these days we're going to talk about why that's important but right now we're just proving considering that regeneration proves eternal security. Well, see you till next time. Well, thank you for joining us. If you have any questions, check us out on our website, tbcanton.com. That's tbcanton.com. We have video messages there, and you can also use our email tab on there. Till next time, God bless you. Bye bye.